Hey, what's up, y'all? Kevin Kuhn here from Athlete Factors. This is the Athlete Factors podcast. My uh, guest today is nobody. It's just me. Um, sorry. But I wanted to talk a little bit about something I've been posting a lot about on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook lately, which is maintenance level calories. So I devoted in an entire chapter in my book, The Self-Reliant Diet, to living at maintenance. And I really don't think it gets plugged enough. It doesn't get pushed enough. People don't understand what it is. Like, what what are maintenance level calories? What is this? Um, so I wanted to talk about it a little bit today. So first and foremost, when you calculate your caloric need, you're calculating your maintenance level. So if you use my, sorry, my fitness pal or some other uh, tracking app, or you use an equation like Harris Benedict um, or modified Harris Benedict, or like there's some other equations out there, what you're looking to find is the amount of calories that will equate to your basal metabolic rate. And from there, that number is then multiplied by an activity factor, depending on how active you are. And that is, the end result of that is your maintenance level. So what's tricky is that it's a, it's a set number, right? So let's say we have an athlete and she puts in her, she's gonna use the Harris-Benedict equation. She puts in her age, her height, her weight, and the level of activity that she's doing corresponds to an activity factor of 2.25. She's super active, so she's putting in, you know, that activity factor because she's training intensely every day at a at a decently high volume. And the amount of calories that comes out on the back end is 3000. Let's just say, for example, so her maintenance level is 3,000 according to her numbers that she puts in and it spits out 3K. So then what, right? Like, what does that mean? So maintenance level exists within a range. So this isn't exactly, this is where I'm kind of shifting away from what's explicitly published uh, by scientists and this is a little bit more along the lines of what I theorize so I'm using science and I'm also using feedback from my clients and things that I've learned and and because your metabolism is very very good at adjusting in real time um, that 3,000 calories isn't always going to be exactly 3,000 calories. So I think maintenance level is more like a range. So let's say our example athlete is eating 3,000 calories. And her training is pretty, that's supporting her training intensity. She's able to train the way she wants. She's able to recover and repair it optimally. And she focuses on sleep and 
and getting enough uh, water every day and managing stress. And so she's adapting really well to her training. She's getting more fit and that's ideal, okay? Her weight is staying the same, but because of her training intensity and her ability to recover and repair and the focus that she's placing on that, her body composition is actually changing. It's improving um, because she's sending signal for her muscles to adapt and to become more efficient. And what that's doing is it's not changing her weight because we're, we're at maintenance level, okay? So she's paying for the cost of training and she's paying for the cost of repair. Her fat mass decreases a little bit, her lean tissue increases, and so she weighs the same, but we've got uh, an improvement in body composition. So what's interesting is that 3,000 calories, maybe we can maintain weight if she's at 2,500 or if she's at 3,500. I, I kind of think about this range, this maintenance level range, it's probably plus or minus 500 calories. For a lot of people, that's like way too big and they think that doesn't make sense. But anecdotally, and I know, you know, this is not peer-reviewed published data that I'm saying. This is just what I've experienced and, and the feedback that I get, like I said, from my clients, this is what I figured out. Um, there's this big range, right? So. There's times where it's not till we get consistently below that range where we can set up a calorie deficit, where we're actually starting to see some change. So that can be really frustrating for some people. If maintenance level is 3,000 and they're eating 2,500, they don't understand why they're not losing weight. Even though they're definitely changing body comp, they're not seeing any changes on the scale. And that can be really frustrating. So why is that? Well, as you shift down from maintenance level calories to like if it's 3,000 and now you're eating 2,500, because you're ingesting fewer calories, your body's becoming more efficient with what it has. So if you have a budget of $30 a day for food and then all of a sudden your budget for food is dropped to $25, now you have to be more efficient with that money in order to get to the end of the day and not be hungry. So the body's doing the same thing. It's becoming more efficient with fewer calories. And so what it's gonna do is it's probably going to reduce your non-exercise uh, activity thermogenesis, which is like walking around, fidgeting, uh, blinking, um, things like that. So what's really interesting there is People are like, hey, I'm training the same amount, true. I'm eating less, true. Why am I not losing weight? Well, because the body is like, um, since now we're working with a smaller budget, now we're not gonna spend calories doing these other things. And so the rest of, of the day, right? Let's say she's only training for an hour or two hours a day that other 22, 23 hours a day, her body is going to actually downregulate the amount that it moves. So at the end of the day, you're still, she's still balancing the budget as it were. 
So these are, these are concepts that are kind of difficult for people to understand. So let's say we make a shift, okay? The opposite direction. Instead of 3,000, now we're eating 3,500, okay? So now the body's got more, a bigger budget, right? But we're not into enough of a calorie surplus where we're seeing an increase on the scale. So what's going on there? Well, now the body's like, hey, we've got a bigger budget. Let's spend a little bit more on, on stuff that, you know, we couldn't afford to before, right? So just now throughout the day, because you've got adequate levels of energy, there's plenty of ATP being produced. The body's got plenty of, of fuel. You're much more willing to subconsciously, the body's like, hey, let's, let's move more. Right? So it's things like that where you're in a surplus, but you're not in enough of a surplus because the body is already making up for these changes. So that's where this maintenance level range comes into play. So I say that just because whatever your maintenance level of calories is, there's a window on either side of that where you can drop down from that set maintenance level and you may not lose weight or you can eat above that and you may not gain weight. So this is the, that's encouraging because that means you don't have to hit exactly maintenance level every time. As long as you're staying within that range, you're still probably doing a net positive for yourself. I think it's so important that uh, people actually figure out what their true maintenance level of calories is and then get comfortable being at that maintenance level as often as possible. Again, if you want to make big changes, this is this was probably one of the more controversial posts that I did um, earlier this week. But if you want to make big changes in body comp, I don't think the best place to do that is in a calorie deficit. I just don't. I think the best place to do that is at maintenance level. Because then, like if you're in a calorie deficit, you can't train as intensely as you can if you're at calorie maintenance, right? Like. Let's say you have, if you make, <laughs> let's go back to this $30 a day, $25 a day analogy, okay? If you're getting $30 a day versus $25 a day and you want to save some money for something, okay, what's going to be easier to, to put a little bit away if you only have $25 a day for food or if you have $30 a day for food? If you've got $30 a day for food, but you're used to eating $25 worth per day, now you just put five bucks into savings, okay? So if you wanna make the most change in body comp, training intensely, recovering and repairing optimally is going to allow you to make the most changes in body comp. Will you lose as much fat at maintenance versus a calorie deficit? That depends. Depends on the intensity of, or the significance, how uh, the degree to which you're in a calorie deficit is gonna play a role there. There's a lot of variables involved, but I just want everybody to understand what I'm saying here. It's not that you'll lose more fat at maintenance compared to a deficit, but the overall change of an increase in lean tissue mass and a decrease in fat mass is going to be the most significant at maintenance level. Because in a calorie deficit, even, even though you may be decreasing fat mass, 
you're, you're probably decreasing lean tissue mass as well. Even if you're maintaining lean tissue mass, it's not gonna be, the, like the overall change is not gonna be the same as maintenance level calories. So that's just an idea I wanted to get a little bit deeper. Um, would love to hear some feedback on that, see what you guys think. Um, at this point, I'm sticking to my guns on, on this one, but I want to be as much of a scientist as possible. So I'm always open to, to my mind being changed when the evidence is presented. So yeah, that's that. Um, I will be out of town next week, so I may do a podcast. I may not do a podcast. I'm going to be, uh, up in Colorado doing a little camping, which I'm excited about. So I may end up getting an episode in. Um, but at this point, I do not have a topic planned. I don't have any ideas yet. So we'll see, y'all. Um, but if I don't have anything uh, for next week, then um, stay tuned for the following, uh, the following week, and we'll get right back on track. As always, y'all, thanks for watching and listening, and stay tuned. Adios.